It's the 30A Show, presented by 38cottages.com. 30A Radio celebrates the small-town beach life we enjoy here along Florida's scenic Highway 30A. Here's your hosts, Corey Davis with 30A Radio and Laura Holloway from the Storyteller Agency. It's terrible! She has beautiful eyes and her hair smells like cinnamon! All right, what is up, everybody? It is the 30A Show. Woo, woo. Yeah, and I got a co-host now. She's probably going to take the show over at some point. But, get uh, fired. Get yeah, out. Get, get your, out. Get your stuff and go. I've got Laura Holloway with the... Storyteller Agency. How awesome is that? So how many so stories awesome. do you guys tell? Oh, many. Stories for yeah. days. Yeah. Got some good stories about Corey that I'll try not to tell on near, but I'm just going to get some stories from your youth, from your wife. Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah. Zing. Yeah. And uh, you can uh, now drink 38 wine with my wife and I'm so excited. she'll tell you pretty much anything. Uh, I'm so excited. I think probably just the past week of what I've done is probably more interesting. That's what I heard childhood. about you. That's what I heard. Yeah. So Laura, tell me about the agency. You guys have been around for a while and yeah. uh, you're just so successful i can't believe you have time for this yeah i made i made i try to make time for the little people thank you i would not call you little you're one of the tallest people in the room all oh, the time that's very polite yes um <laughs> but yeah we we uh help people not just market their stuff because marketing is boring so right. um we really try to encourage them to tell good stories with their marketing and uh Really just get a different perspective. Awesome. That's the most serious answer you're going to get from me today. I'm done That's with really that good. Now. If yeah. that was like your 30-second uh, That's my elevator. Spot. That's my elevator speech. Yeah, yeah. Stop marketing, start storytelling. So tell me about the agency you're based out of the area. Yeah, we're based out of Miramar Beach. We've okay. got clients all over the country. We will travel for the right clients. And, it, uh, if I were to interview three of your friends, uh, what is the uh, number one thing they'd say about Laura? Um, they would say that I am funny. Okay. That I am very dedicated to my friends right um i'll fight i'll fight like a bear to to i'll fight like a bear and uh what's that movie with the bear that just came out recently oh great what's that the, the, the Reverend, yeah Reverend. who's the guy in the, the, the uh, DiCaprio. yeah yeah oh, okay yeah, yeah. yeah leonardo dicaprio oh nice right, we haven't got to our guest yet but apparently she knows that <laughs> <in the movies. laughs> so um, so yeah that i'm uh that i'm i'm dedicated i'm loyal and i'm i'm funny Okay, great. And uh, something that a lot of people around here might not know is that uh, you were actually a leg model for Mario Andretti. I'm never telling you anything ever again. <laughs> we are done with honesty. We'll with move you. on from that, but we'll get to it later. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about our guest today. We've got a cool guest. She I met for the first time uh, at the uh, meeting, the thing, the other day. The FPRA media panel. Yeah, that was awesome. Thanks yeah. for putting me through that. That yep, was cool. You're welcome. And uh, Just I, bringing your knowledge. You know what? Knowledge. I got high fives after that. I don't know if the newspaper and uh, the TV people did, but I did. I, I enjoyed that very good. much. It was good putting the pressure on me, especially the day after our... Uh, end of party for the Songwriter Fest. That was glorious. Yeah, well, we served a lot of water. <laughs> a lot of water. We knew what you'd been through, so we were just really trying to... Pedialyte. That trying was good. To, yeah, Pedialyte <laughs> right at the table. A little Pepto-Bismol, a little shot. Pepto-Bismol. That's so. awesome. So introduce our guest. She was very cool. Uh, here is our guest. I love this girl, Erin um, Igram. And she is uh, has a, a new company called Purpose Communications. She's doing some awesome things in the community. She's whoop, whoop. been involved in the community for a long time, <laughs> um, helping nonprofits and really helping businesses that are really dedicated. Um, I'll let you tell a little bit more, Aaron, about yeah, let's, what, what you let's do. Let's find out about Aaron. What, tell me about Aaron. What makes Aaron <laughs> tick? Yeah. Oh, so much. You know. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, I, I was in development for nonprofits here locally for about four years. Um, before that, I was in corporate America. Um, and I just, I really struggled a lot in nonprofit and development with trying to tackle all the PR and marketing and communication needs 
and also increased support and donors and volunteers. Wearing both those hats is a very big deal. And um, I just talked to a lot of my peers and was like, what are you doing? And how do you get help? And they're like, I don't know. I'm trying to do it all too. And I just, uh, being a nonprofit, you know, a lot of nonprofits are started from somebody seeing a need in the community. So basically, I, I um, July 1st last year, started my own business with PR marketing for nonprofits or small businesses that want to do a cause marketing campaign. Um, just a really way to help nonprofits um, get their PR marketing and communications efforts out there, and they can focus on their mission and doing what they do best. And so, tell me, uh, I'm always fascinated uh, when somebody starts their own business. They obviously did it for selfish reasons because you are tired <laughs> of corporate America. So why'd Word. you quit? Why'd you quit corporate? Tell me, what was the worst you know, thing about it? Well, I was there for nine and a half years, oh my and God. yeah, I my was six hurts. months away from my ten-year pension. Do you have any answers? Um, <laughs> they were so good to me. They were. They really were. But um, at the end of the day, I just, uh, as cliche as it sounds, I just I didn't feel like really I had a purpose that I was doing anything of meaning. Um, so an opportunity came along to work with Boys and Girls Clubs of the Emerald Coast in the development department, and I took it. So. That's over in Fort Walton? It's based in Fort Walton, but they cover four counties, Escambia, okay. Santa Rosa, Okaloosa, and Walton. Awesome. Okay, so let's talk about airing out on 30A a little bit. we got to find out all the details before <laughs> we actually... airing it out? Yeah, we're going to air it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. She's awesome. She's on... We'll book her next week, too. I know. Um, I told you. She's great. She's, she's actually awesome. just We're actually here to interview you for what my what I'm doing. So. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to Laura in just a little bit. She has a big agenda. I'm fired. So uh, t- uh, you're from the area, mm-hmm. and uh, you attended the OWCC, the fight in our, what is it? I did. But so it's not OW when you went there. No. Well, it was. Yeah. So, oh, it was. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, old school. Yeah. I'm showing my age. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so when I was planning to leave there and go to a uh, you know, secondary for my bachelor's, um, but around that time, Northwest Florida you know, started their four-year program, really great program, um, program project management. Mm-hmm. Um, so I decided to stay and continue and pursue my education there. I got um, an under um, secondary in acquisitions and contracts, and I just loved it. And I, I love the the project management aspect of it, and you can apply that to anything. So, so I'm very loyal to the area, and I love it. And I've been here forever, and I just can't imagine going anywhere else. And I just so I want to, as corny as it sounds, I want to just put back into the community what the community gave me and helped me grow up. So. Aww. So I bet that's under your voicemail. We're group hugging right now. Yeah, we are. It's good. <laughs> Selfie. Um, so let's talk about Aaron a little bit. Uh, you guys kind of hang on the A a little bit together, I hear. Yes, we do. We hang on the A. Is it like, is it like an entourage of uh, blondes that go out with you guys? Yeah, it, it actually kind of... Fo- I mean, there's a couple of brunettes. We let a couple of brunettes in. They have to know. submit applications. Well, <laughs> you know, it's like the... Um, it's a we're an equal opportunity group. Okay, you know we don't discriminate against non blondes, but okay, blondes do have more fun. Yeah, they do, especially the ones that aren't blonde, and they become blonde because they have to overdo it, right? It's maintenance. Yeah. It, that's too high maintenance yeah. for it's me. Maintenance. Yeah, natural yeah, blonde. It. So where are all the girls hanging out on thirty eight? I think that's a that's a good start starting point. Well, hmm. I think this year there's been a lot of really good events that we've been to. What was the the one um, the one in Seaside? The the Seeing Red. Oh, the, wine oh the Sing Red Wine Festival. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a very fun one. It was like 98 degrees in the shade. It was hot as Hades <laughs> that day. Um, but it was, I, you know, that was a great day. You were wearing boots or something. You were wearing like oh, yeah. cold weather clothing. and I was, so I was working. 
I was I was filming. I was so a working what, girl that day. <laughs> what what made that one stand out for you? Because we agree the Seeing Red Wine Festival is a good one here. So what what makes that one cool? That it's in Seaside or you know? Well, I love Seaside. I mean, it's it's beautiful. It's iconic. Um, it's a great layout too. So mm-hmm. from coming from you know as an event manager myself, I look at you know is this a great venue for these aspects? You know, um, but when I was with Boys and Girls Clubs, um, we had the the organization had applied for about ten years to the Destin Charity Wine Auction Foundation. And the year that I started, um, we'd applied and we'd gotten in. Awesome. So I did a lot of work with Destin Charity Wine Auction. And um, one of the events that they um, have a hand in is the Sing Red Wine Festival. So I really saw that from the back end. And from a financial aspect, when you're the receiving organization from a grant like that, and you see how much work they put in, um, and how much money each organization receives. Um, it's a, it's a deeper, um, different appreciation, I guess you would say. But as an attendee, it's so fun because there's a ton of wine. They had really good food. They had a yeah. ton really of good, really food. good food. I've been to a lot of events. Um, I went to the Garden and Gun Jubilee mm. um, recently in December. Her Instagram feed <clears throat> while she was gone to that event was just nauseating. It looked so <laughs> much fun. I think it was raining here that weekend. Oh, and boy. so we were oh, all just looking. Yeah, it was terrible. We yeah. were all like... Screw you, Aaron. It was a Why great event, um, and I was I was really wait, waiting to get wowed, yeah. you know, because I've been to a lot of events around here, and I kind of have you know a high bar set for especially Garden and Gun, right? And it was great, um, but they didn't have as much food or as much you know bourbon variety. I'm a whiskey girl, so I didn't have as oh, much bourbon yes. variety as I wanted. Um, so that's kind of something from an attendee standpoint. I want to make sure there's like a lot of variety with food and drinks and wine. And so the seeing red had a lot of that. So I just, I, I really love that one. Yeah. The, uh, seeing red two years ago, uh, crossover by pizza bar and, uh, um, that little area over there, they had the bourbon over there and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Was I don't know stuff. if I remember that part, but nothing no, wrong with a little bourbon. I didn't. Uh, so yeah, seeing red wine festival is good, but it was hot last year and it wasn't seaside's fault. It wasn't Seaside's fault. No. You can't do anything about the no, weather. But I loved it. I no. dressed. I dressed a wore sundress and flip flops. I was great. I think we. So yeah, you know, Flora. We found all it. the good air conditioners <laughs> that day. We, Pizza Bar has a really good air conditioner. Just so you know, for summer. Just in case you want to know where the air conditioners are. Do, are you going to write a consumer reports? You <laughs> know, know, little. <laughs> I like plotting top ten air conditioning. <laughs> yeah, I like plotting the cool you know things you really need to know about Thirty A. We did the bathrooms before. I didn't get to be a part of the best bathrooms on Thirty A, but I have to say that I want to put in my vote for the best bathroom on Thirty A. I know it might be too late. So, well, I mean, the Thirty A show is our show. So okay. Do, well, do we want to continue the? Tell me about the best. You don't have to give me the description, but where is the best bathroom on Thirty A? Right behind Ono in Seaside. No, really. It's the women's bathroom right behind Ono, and it smells like sand and coconuts. <laughs> it doesn't matter what time of the year. It doesn't matter what time of the day. You walk in, you're like, oh, it's sand and coconuts. And it's always warm in there, and it's like, it's a miracle. Like, sometimes I'll drive. All right. I'll drive to Seaside. All right. So this, I think, I'm sorry we drug you into this, Aaron. But, uh, sorry. So, ba- wait, a bathroom on the beach that smells like sand. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and <Lord>. coconuts. <laughs> it's different. I'm telling you. Go right now. This, okay. this, was, not on the, this was not on our topic list now for I the day. Now I can't stop thinking about it. Uh, Mike Ragsdale, my boss, kind of encouraged me maybe not to do the bathroom still. But, I mean, it, it's a pertinent thing to know where it's a good bathroom is. It's sand and coconuts. Now, now we have to ask you. We've been out here plenty. <laughs> is there just a favorite bathroom that you just remember that's just awesome i do not okay. i cannot recall my favorite bathroom all right i know you don't want to offend any of the neighborhoods or uh, all the other bathrooms you're being very pr here and i don't like it so <laughs> no ta- i would tell you the taco bell and dustin's like god we were yes, so close I, know. <laughs> <sighs> I was right there that's so good <laughs> 
Okay, uh, so do we want do we want to get in with uh, Aaron? Has a really cool project that she cornered me at the uh, meeting, the thing the other day that I came to. What was it again? The FPRA media panel. I'm on your Facebook page. I'll memorize it. So, um, so tell me about the project you're working uh, with. Uh, the website you have a website or what is it? It's a company that you're working with. So dog it's a Harmony. dog dating site, right? It's dog Harmony, isn't it? The dog. It's like okay. Uh, What's the what's the people wedding? Uh, don't act like you don't know. Is it okay, okay, Cupid? Okay, Cupid. Okay, Cupid. Okay. No, no, no. Dog Harmony. You know that. No, I know what it is. Um, it's very cool. Okay. Tell us the real answer. Go ahead. <laughs> so, Dog Harmony is a, a new nonprofit dog rescue here in Santa Rosa Beach. Um, they just got their five hundred one c three last July, um, and they're really really unique. Um, and they came to me late last fall, and we're like, we need help. And I was like, of course. So, so being one of my clients and I just try to help with everything on their PR and their communications and their marketing and just get the word out. Um, there's a lot of really great rescues and, um, animal refuge, um, and, and people doing good things and shelters. Um, what I really love about dog harmony is the fact that they're a little unique with their approach to dog rescue. They also try to attack the problem per se on the front end and be really proactive about not just rescuing dogs and getting them into the right homes and forever homes, but also looking at it proactively and like, okay, how can we prevent this from continuing to happen or prevent more dogs from being in shelters and that sort of thing? So, so the owner and founder, Nancy Baum, she owns um, Canine Consulting and Doggy Daycare in Santa Rosa Beach, and that's where the dogs, um, the rescues, live as well right now. Um, so it's getting a little packed in there, as you can imagine. Um, she relies on a lot of great fosters and things like that. But So she does a lot of bite prevention programs, um, free seminars, free educational programs. She goes to boys and girls clubs, um, schools, and just tries to really teach kids about bite prevention and things like that and um so that they grow up knowing how to talk you know treat a dog and approach a dog and pet a dog and things like that because you know as we all know it's not necessarily you know that dog might just have a slip up or or something you know really unfortunate um that might that dog might feel attacked or you know off guard and an accident happen um and then next thing you know that dog's in a shelter and I hate to even say it, euthanized or whatever it may be. So she really loves to approach that problem on the front end and be proactive about preventing bite bites and um, teaching people how to interact with dogs and stuff like that. And if you're like me, you know, I was a military brat. We, you know, moved around until we lived here. So I didn't have a dog growing up. I, didn't, I had a goldfish. So I would have been Aww. one of those kids that would have yeah. really loved something like that because I, you know, I don't really know what the right thing to do. I'm just like, oh, I run up to a dog. I'm like, ah, and I just want to kiss it and love it. <laughs> it's not right. That's not the right thing to do. So, yeah. uh, so she does a lot of things like that. She's got some seminars coming up with um, not just herself, but some other vet owners and um, really great people that she's bringing in from the community to give these bite prevention seminars. Um, so on the Facebook page and the website, as soon as we get some of those dates locked down, if you go to the Facebook page, you'll be able to see those and attend those and bring your kids or just go. And it's going to be really fun. Um, and I think those are really great ways that, um, that she tries to prevent that sort of thing from happening. Um, and also a lot of dog rescues, they'll, when they adopt a dog, they'll go and check out the family and kind of do a background check and call their vet and things like that. And just make sure that the family is ready for a dog or, um, you know, the dog is, is necessarily going to go into a loving home. Um, what Nancy and Dog Harmony do on that end um, as well that I, I don't really see a lot of other 
rescue is doing is she makes sure that not only is the family right for a dog, but the dog is right for the family, like both ends. Because um, there's a couple board members that she has that I was talking to, and I was like, wow, I never would have thought of this. That they got a dog, they loved it. Within two months, they had to give the dog back because it just wasn't a right fit. And yeah. it, it wasn't that the dog was wrong or the family was wrong. It's just not a right fit. It's, you know, so she really ensures in that whole process to make sure that it's a lifelong relationship and that it's a good fit for the family and the dog. And she'll do trainings. You know, she does canine consulting. So she does trainings and things like that. So she offers her time when somebody rescues and, and adopts a dog. She offers her time time to get that dog acclimated into the family and do some training and things like that and, and give them the tools and resources that they need to continue their own training with their new dog. That's so. super cool. And yeah. apparently it really is like a dog relationship site. Yes. Really yeah. Yeah. They're matching. She you. really believes that really a dog is. plus human equals family oh. and every family needs a dog. I'm and, crying and, now. And what else is awesome is she actually helps put the dogs to work. So they're not just squatting in somebody's house. They're actually, she's helping get those dogs jobs within 30A, which is pretty cool. (laughs) Is that true? No, it's not true. Oh, Oh, they're not? Oh. Uh, I thought it was a put the dogs to work program. It's not. That's terrible. (laughs) Sad. They're cleaning our beaches. I, well, they're, yeah, they should be. They should be doing, I wish that my dogs could do something to earn some money. My dogs are squatters. Yeah, they're just straight up squatters in my We tell, we tell Lacey, we're like, go, go let Freddie out. She doesn't do it. I'm like, God. All right, so this part of the program, we're going to unleash uh, Laura on our guest here, and uh, you have you have five minutes to ask whatever you want of our guests. How about oh that? God. Okay. <laughs> what is your favorite thing to do on a Sunday morning? Oh, so I'm an early bird. I love to wake up early, get a huge cup of coffee, and if it's a really nice day, I love to go down to the beach by myself and just sit there and drink my coffee. What kind of book do you read? Is it a trashy romance novel? Don't lie. No, okay. no. I, I, you know, in the past five years or so, I, I kind of, you know, once you've read one, you've read them all. I really love books that um, help with personal development. Um, I love reading, per, like, people's success stories and how it can, you know, relate into your own life and stuff and personal growth. Like surviving, surviving the zombie apocalypse yeah. kind of books and stuff. I read stuff, that book. Yeah. What was that book called? I think it was called Surviving the Zombie Apocalypse. Was it? Yeah, cool. there actually keep, was keep one. Keep asking. I'm sorry. Right, sorry. Um... Let's see. Uh, tell me. Um, well, you have a significant other in your life. Yeah. But five things that you look for in a significant other. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. <clears throat> honesty. Um, I'm a big moral ethics girl, so honesty is really big to me. Um, loyalty. Um, behavior. And when I say that, it's like how he treats... I know it's so cliche, how he treats his mom, how he treats the waitress, how he treats his friends, you know, if he cherishes those relationships, that sort of thing. Um, humor. I love to laugh. So if you're too serious, then this is not going to work. Um, <laughs> Do you like espresso? Because no. <laughs> we're making some all we're the time We're making some here. right now. Oh, I love coffee ahead. all day, every day. <laughs> you're on the clock. Keep going. What is, uh, what's the, uh, what's, what's your go-to drink at a bar? Ooh, okay. Old fashioned. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's Classic. a good starter. Got to. It's a great um, starter. Let's see here. Uh, what is your favorite thing to watch on television? I, I love documentaries. So really, I'm like a documentary person. But if I'm flipping through, I love like a, like an HGTV show where they remodel their home. And it's this big emotional, like, you know, breakthrough. And it's like, oh, it's the home we have the always big reveal. wanted. Yes. I love stuff like Me that. Me too. Love that. So. Um, what uh, if you could bring back a fashion 
style from the past, what would you bring back? Oh, man. I don't know. I pretty much rock whatever I feel like. So <laughs> I'm not like I'd never try to be in fashion. Um, man. It'd be scrunchies, wouldn't it? You'd bring back scrunchies. I have a hot pink scrunchie. I know you did. I know. You're wearing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, if you could live in any time period, when would you live? Ooh. Probably the uh, probably the early 70s. Nice. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. You didn't. You just made these up off the top of your head. Yes, I did. All right. Let's try and uh, be consistent with those questions. I liked all those. And uh, <laughs> we might ask similar questions or, or try different. Try to remember what those were. But yeah. We like finding out the... The neurons firing off in people's heads that are here I have on 30 a marketing question. Yes. Okay. As one marketer to another marketer, um, when somebody comes to you and they're looking for a way, you know, obviously everything's changed with social media and everything, and you're having they're having trouble finding the um, not paid search, but you know, you're looking for a more natural search. What would you? What, what advice would you give them rather than paying for? paying for their results how would you tell them to market themselves online i think it's really about you know and you know this but it's the story behind it word when you get when you really get to the root of the why and especially in nonprofits, i mean i I get so emotional about it when you get into the why why is this cause here why do you need to be involved why should you care and you you talk to somebody that's been affected or helped by that nonprofit. Um, that, I mean, that's a story in itself. Like what, who wouldn't want to pick up that book and read it? Who wouldn't want to read that article? You know, those, those sort of things you see those, you know, clips or, you know, articles that you see online on Facebook all the time that you read and people love that. I feel like there's so much negative news that we almost counteract it with, you know, quadruple like good stuff that you see like you know all these little doggy rescue videos or all this kind of good stuff that you see out there so I would just say create your own really great content and that's from your stories within yourself like from from the people that you've helped you know if you tell it in a compelling way and I know it's so easy to get really especially as the director or the CEO of the nonprofit because you know it's it's a business you're in the business every day so you're a little <clears throat> numb to it at times as a, as opposed to somebody else who's just you know hearing about what you do for the first time mm-hmm. so you know getting your your constituents and those people that have been helped to tell the story in a really compelling and moving way um, it just especially in a small community and an area like ours where we have so many people that love to be involved with philanthropy it's mm. it's going to have legs of its own it's going to take off yeah. so and we're talking with Erin here, and she has an extremely unique PR firm, and it you're going to end up with such awesome clients. <laughs> I can just see it. I mean, I can really feel that you're going to have really cool clients, and uh, you have our full backing, so if anybody else tries to move into the market around here. <laughs> yeah, what, is your, what is your tagline? Yeah, what is the tagline? Inspiring people with good hearts to do great things. I love that. Dot, 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 stay off my turf. (laughs) No, you know what? I really believe there's enough sunshine to go around. They're totally right. Until there's there's not. There are over 500 501c3s in Okaloosa and Walton County alone. There is so much need out there. So I just want everybody to get the help that they deserve. Yep. And to be able to afford it. You know, when I was working for my nonprofits, um, you know, we, we couldn't always afford to hire another staff member. You know, not only is that another salary, but, you know, everything that goes along with that, mm-hmm. you know, healthcare, right. everything. Um, and typically with nonprofits, um, you know, you, you get somebody that doesn't have, you know, you know, a decade of experience in that specific field. 
Um, and a lot of people, it's it's a stepping stone to something else. So, mm-hmm. so really, I just want I wanted nonprofits to, you know, get that aspect of, of their organization that they were missing at a cost that they could afford without having to hire more staff to do that. Right. Just you know, contract that out. Mm-hmm. I believe that for area for a lot of, I believe that mentality for a lot of different areas that nonprofits do. Tell anybody that is considering quitting their corporate America job and following their dreams like you did and creating something awesome, what's the one thing you would tell them in like 20 seconds? Just do what makes you happy. Yeah. You know, I, I uh, take a, took a huge pay cut um, doing that and taking that leap. Um, but ultimately, the only decision, the only thing, I, I made a huge list of pros and cons, and the only thing it came down to was what will make me happy. You only have one life. I can leave right now from this interview and go get in a car accident and die. Um, you, don't do life that. is so Please don't do that. it's so short. Yeah. So just do what makes you happy. Yep. Oh, I feel like there should be the star with the rainbow that goes across. Like the more you know. I'm so corny like that. Yeah. I love it. Oh my god! If we're ever down, will you just <laughs> please come do our show again? <laughs> Yay! Yeah, we'll call you. Give us your cell phone. All right, Aaron Igram, and you are with Purpose Communication. Cool. And how can people find you? You can um, find me on Facebook and go to the website or shoot me an email at Aaron at purposecommunications.com. How many social media platforms are you proficient in in less than ten seconds? Five. I can do more. Which, which five? Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. Google Plus. LinkedIn. Are people using that still? People, real, real professionals use yeah. LinkedIn. You're not, you're not there yet. Yeah. I'm, no, I, I have an <laughs> Hey, let me tell you. I have an account. I get emails that people want to be part of my network, but I have no idea how to get back on my LinkedIn account. Oh, well, you reset your password. I think I got locked out. Aww. I moved to the beach. You they found out. You gotta help him, Laura. <laughs> you gotta help him. Oh, yeah, I'm helping. Thanks so much for being on our show today. Thanks, Aaron. You're the Thank official you. hashtag number one show. Woo-hoo! Hashtag number one show. <laughs> All right, so now's the time where we put down the microphones and take weird, awkward selfies in front of our awesome board here. This, this is the 30A show. Thank you, Laura. This is going to be really fun. Yeah, right. I'm excited. Yep. Don't, don't even, I'm not even going to tell you who's on next week. It's going to be crazy. So excited. I know. Thanks, Aaron. Thank you. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. Catch the 30A Show, Fridays, 7 a.m., Sundays, 10 a.m. and 6 p.m., or via podcast on 30A.com. Inside our free 30A app for iPhone and Android, iTunes podcast app, and on Apple TV. Right now at 38 Cottages and Concierge, get 10% off all March bookings. Go to 38cottages.com or call 850-468-0006. 10% off all March bookings at 38cottages.com.